Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, Cox ATA Martial Arts, the golden opportunity, and the adventure begins. Comics, games, and more proudly bring to you the reigning, undisputed radio tag team champions of the world. The Captain Joey Savage, the talent Corey DLG, we are Nerd Thug Radio. Bum, bum, bum. There was some intensity there. I da, like da, it. Da, da, da. <laughs> You're listening to us on Condor's FM 104.5, 106.1. This is stations. Worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Don't forget, you can find us at Facebook.com backslash Nerd Thug Radio. Come there. Like the page, interact with us, see all the cool stuff we post, and uh, get notifications when the show is podcast ready. Yeah. Is that true? You get a notification? You get, yeah, because once you um, join the page, you like it. Every time we have a show, I, you know, I post it up there, oh. and then it pops up on your timeline, so you'll know when the show's oh, coming. Oh, okay. I mean, they do come out every Monday, Thursday, and Friday at 6.01 p.m., but that's besides the point. Uh, we have a special guest with us in the studio. Our junior producer is with us. No, it's not you, Corey DLG. It better not be. It's the lady with the deadliest hands in all of Texas. Wow. Second degree black belt herself. Okay. The young Sadie Savage. What up? Hello. Here she is. <laughs> we brought her in here because school starts in a couple of days. So we got to get a good student's perspective of how school starts. Plus, I mean, Nico, um, I don't know where he is. So we, we, got, a, we got a replacement. We planned it out. There, there you go. Last minute. But we planned it out. <laughs> and uh, this show is going to be great. I got to bring the intensity, man. Football's back. Football is Summer back. SummerSlam happened last night. It's the end of summer. The heat is like brutally hot right now, and it's just bringing the intensity into my life. So now I'm like supercharged, like Superman, and I'm just bringing it back to you. I do need a pool in my life soon. Uh, I have a pool, and I don't use it. I, I don't even understand what that It's means. closed on Mondays. Oh, okay. So right. maybe maybe tomorrow. Maybe tomorrow we can jump out and Get there. out there. But, uh, man, it's been a week. It has been, been a week. It's been a week. We had some, you know, I mean, with school getting back and you're building a house, not for yourself. No. Um, just so much stuff going on. We weren't able to do the Friday show. We do apologize. However, we're here to get your week started. Yeah. Started right. Hey, we got a woo over here. Yeah, a I like woo it. woo over here. Um, DLG, your comics have come in. You've been kind of handing them out and meeting people and trying signing to, trying stuff. To. How's that been going? Uh, it's been going slow. I've been having car trouble this week, so I haven't really gotten out as much as I need to. So I'm starting to feel bad because a couple of people, uh, this one girl in particular has actually hit me up probably every time I've been at an event and she hasn't been able to make it, but she's like, I want my book. And so I'm trying to get out there to everybody and get them up, but we're going to get this week. Hopefully we're going to get them all wrapped up, get them wrapped up, mailed out if we have to. Corey DOG is going to get that issue in your hand, little man. Boom. Or, or lady. Or lady. Just so you can uh, read it. Cause it's a, it's a really good story. Um, you know, I'll, I'll give you a little quick shout out. We were hanging out with some friends today who were not really uh, the nerd type. I would say, uh, but they know we have the radio show, and they were asking about it. They're interested in it. They've bought some some merch, and they they support it. And uh, Ali Savage mentioned that you had made a comic, and uh, she was just hyping it up. I was like it's actually really good. Like I really enjoy it. It's not so much like spandex and junk in your face. It's it's an actual like funny comic. So well, she, good. she was she was wrapped it up. You've sold a few copies in uh, Adventure Begins. Comic I have. I have. More. We've got we've got them on the shelf out there, and I think. Uh, Four or five have already been sold. Four or five. I got a quick story about Adventure Comics Games and more I'm going to get to in a second. Okay. Uh, before we get there, uh, yo, Double S, Sadie Savage. 
Hello. You excited for school? A little bit. A little bit? A little bit. What what grade are you going into? Sixth grade. Sixth grade. The old sixer. Sixer! Sixer! Now, Conroe's different than where I grew up, so what are you going to be the oldest kid in a school or the youngest kid in a school? The oldest kid. Okay, scratch that. She's going to be right in the middle because it's just fifth and sixth grade, but when her birthday lies, she's one of the younger sixth graders, so like technically yeah, well, she'll be in the higher grade, but age-wise, she'll be right in the middle. So the yep. school, so it's a fifth and sixth grade school? Correct. Yes. That's so weird. I mean, you got Conroe, what are y'all doing with your school? It's schools? awesome. It's awesome. I do mean, you, do you like that, Sadie? Yes. Why do you like it? Because I don't have to be with a whole bunch of older kids, and I and they don't have fifth grade in the elementary school, and I just think it's easier. Okay. All right. It's easier transition. See, I, like I only went to three schools for the whole thing. Now I moved and went to more schools, but if you stayed in Spring where I grew up. You went to the one elementary school, K through five. The middle school was six through eight. And the high school was nine through 12. Yes. Which seemed like the, it seemed very normal. But now in Conroe, my understanding is now they do K through four, five through six, seven, eight, and nine are together. Well, they've seven, kind of, they've seven. kind of, uh, they've kind of switched up a little bit. So the standard is K through four, five and six, seven and eight together. Ninth grade, a lot of places have their own ninth grade campus now because it's gotten yeah. so big. Like Oak Ridge has their own ninth grade campus. I think the Woodlands has their own ninth grade campus. Uh, Conroe High School, it's all in one, like, lot. But I believe the ninth grade are in their own separate building. Okay. And then out in Candy Creek in that area, they still have uh, their own. Um, I think they're all together. And then Grand Oaks has just popped up. They're just starting. Uh, however, uh, they just started... One of the first flex schools in CISD, it's opening up this year. It's called Suchma, named after the wonderful Suchma family from the Oak Ridge area. I had you know them as teachers when I was a kid. So they're great, okay. great people, did great things for the community. But it will be kindergarten through sixth grade all in one housed in one facility. So I they're going to see how that goes. That I seems like I too many kids. I don't I don't think it's reasonable. She doesn't think it's reasonable. Well, I yeah. mean, it's too many kids, right? It, yeah, but I mean, it's two stories, but I still don't feel like you should have the sixth graders in the same school as kindergartners. Yeah, that feels a little weird. Like, yeah. by the time I was in fifth grade, well, so the kindergartners there are there half a day. So for the most part, the fifth graders don't deal with them. Well, now with kindergarten, they go like all day now. Do they? All day. Yeah. Oh, Lord. All day, every day, baby. Well, Monday through Friday. All day, every day. All day, every day. Yeah, that, that's a little weirder, too, then. That's hard. They're like four. Yeah. That's a long no. day. Five. No. Are they five? five? Yeah. That's still a long day. Pre-Kers only go half a day. Yeah. When I was in kindergarten, like you, we yeah. went half a day. Yeah, it was half a day. Uh, back then. But they kind of switched that up not long ago. Uh, so yeah, they're going all day now. They're getting so now pre K goes half a day and kindergarten goes all day. Right. Yes. Correct a mundo, dude. Correct. And then they go into first grade. No, then they go to kindergarten, and then they go to first grade. Good lord. Yeah, <laughs> I know, right? Um, it's so, a lot of school. So, uh, yeah. what are you not looking forward to about school starting? School. School. <laughs> Just yeah. school in general, right? Yeah. But you, but you like to read and all that. Yeah. I've, I've got a lot of fun activities at school, but, you know, like the school part of it now. So you're you're just more like having to wake up and go to the same thing every day, the monotonous yeah. part of it. Yes. See, I can get that. Well, and that's uh, that's really your parents' fault because they give you so many activities and things to do that you feel like life is some sort of weird adventure you get to go on. Life is a weird adventure. What you you're going to learn is as soon as, as soon as – 
they stop taking you to all these tournaments and all these different places and all around the country, you're going to figure out, like, you have to go to the same place every day. That's how you make your money, and that's how you make your life. Nah, that's why she wants to be a geologist. That way she can uh, be in the land. And that is, yep. you know, that's actually a job where they do travel you around a lot. Yes. Uh, yes. Just met up with a friend of mine, and her little sister is a geologist. And she's like, I don't even know what state she's in right now. <laughs> Let me ask you this question before I get to my, I might have to wait for my adventure story. Um, so we're watching the Little League World Series the other day, me and Say. Okay. And uh, there's this advertisement that comes on for the Grand Canyon College. It's the college at the Grand Canyon. It's a private Christian school. It's actually, they, they market it as the largest Christian uh, collegiate, whatever, okay. in the entire United States. I was like, say, look, that, that'd be a cool place to go. I mean, it kind of fits with the values that we instill in you. And then it's the Grand Canyon. You love the Grand Canyon. Like, I bet they've got like a BA geology program because it's the Grand Canyon. They don't even have a geology program at this school. Um, so, <laughs> so here's my thing about when it comes to like the private colleges. Um, I think it's a shamocracy. I think they're. I think they're all all the private colleges. I think I think they're. I think they're all just a bad idea. Um, you start talking about like, so Baylor for a long time was connected to a hospital. Yeah, that was like the big thing. Is if you went to Baylor, you had a really good opportunity to become a doctor, and it was a really like a hands-on great course. Well, eventually. I believe UT um, got into like built a wing in a hospital and they became like the top school in Texas yeah, yeah, for, for, sure they are. Yeah. for medicine. Definitely. So all of a sudden Baylor, the one thing that they had is no longer is no valid. longer. Right. So now they're just essentially like a religious private school, but then they play all like the big 12 sports. Yeah. But they're stuff. like D one. Yeah. Which happens. I mean, I went to Dallas Baptist and they, they play D one and, and a few sports, so I mean that can happen too. I, but I think it's just I just thought it was funny that the they're in the Grand, Grand Canyon, Canyon and they don't do doesn't geology. Have, doesn't have a geology program. Well, it's which like, is stupid. Which so like University of Phoenix and stuff for a long time, their issue was credibility, right? Like people right. didn't yeah, yeah, take yeah. it seriously because it was literally an online course, yeah, or college, degree. yeah. And so I, I don't know. I think that a lot of the private colleges. I think they need to do a better job of justifying exactly what it is that they... What you're paying your money for. Yeah, because... Well, I mean, I get it, right? Like, the public colleges, they still get some funding from the government. Right. These private schools, I mean, they don't, so they have to charge extra, whatever. But still, like, what are you offering? Yeah, it's, especially if you're at the Grand Canyon, yeah. you don't even like, offer I get, geology. Well, I mean, like, I get, like, private high schools and schools, like... They typically can can offer you a better education. It's a higher standard. Yeah, it's a better yeah. education. Yeah. Definitely. I don't think that comes into play when you get to college. No, and that, no. that's kind of what I was trying to say. If I didn't say that correctly, I think that's it's I, it, it's unclear what exactly you're signing up for. Right. At that like point. if you go to the public school of UT versus Baylor, you're probably getting a better education or not equal at, at the University of Texas. Than yeah, Baylor absolutely. Offer. You're going to pay more though to go to, to, go Baylor, to Baylor. It's qu- air private. quotes, air finger quotes, private. Let me t- watch this. Sadie, what college do you want to go to? Rice. Wow, let's set our standards high there, Ooh. don't we? Let's, let's set them real high. Well, I want to start putting the quarters in the jar there, the boss. Bars are, I told her, I said, look, I know you want to go to Rice, but listen, I wanted to go to UT. I didn't get in, so I had to have a backup plan. Okay. So we need backup plans just in case that plan don't work don't out. Don't listen to him, just Sadie. No, no backup plans. Just go, just go free fall there. <laughs> free falling. Make, make dad take out a second mortgage. So school starts on Wednesday here in Conroe Independent School District. They are like top ten largest school district in the entire state of Texas. 
Um, top 50 in the United States. So I don't, I'm not sure if this is accurate or not, what but I'm I got not sure told. Is your is you're going to have to hold that thought. I got told Spring in. is the fastest growing area in Texas. You might have got that told accurate, inaccurately. Now, so. several years ago, Montgomery County was the well, fastest I heard growing that. county, and that's why we jumped on this bandwagon of this radio station because now we reach 85,000 plus people. But hold that thought. We're going to jump out to a break. When we come back, I'll tell you about the adventure begins. You're listening to Nerd Thug Radio. <laughs> Cox ATA is the leader in ATA martial arts with two convenient locations, one in Conroe, one in Magnolia. They offer courses for young adults, children, and senior citizens, and everything in between for people who are interested in self-defense, taekwondo, or various other courses. Be sure to check out the Facebook page if you're interested in Cox ATA Taekwondo. This is Rudy Tomjanovich, and welcome to Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. <sighs> you want to talk about the Adventure Begins comics, games, and more? That's right. The Adventure Begins comics, games, and more on 1488 right there. And I think that's Old Conroe Intersection, I think. I don't is that Or no, uh, Woodland. Um, it doesn't matter. You know what? You don't know. No, I don't know. I always feel like I know, and then when I start saying it, I have no idea. Anyway, get up there to the, the Adventure Begins comics, games, and more. Uh, it's clean, well-lit, family-friendly. It's a great place. Uh, there's some great restaurants right around there, so you go have a little bite to eat, go to the Adventure Begins, comes hang out, get your nerd on. They got a, just a wall full of board games. Beyond that, they have a great little demo section. They've got all the nerd stuff you're going to need, Hero Clicks, uh, Star Wars, all the different games, Magic the Gathering, Yu-Gi-Oh! Warhammer. Warhammer. The new Warhammer. The new Hammer, yeah. War Cry is the new like small version of Warhammer. Um, also, my comic book is on the shelf in there, and the Adventure Begins. So it's all kinds of great stuff to go and see and visit and hang out. So make sure you say hey, stop by. Um, this week there's going to be some stuff going on on Sunday and stuff. We're going to tell you about more about that on Friday. Uh, but make sure you stop by the adventure begins and come hang out and say hi to everybody. Yeah, they usually have uh, parents' night out on Fridays. Yeah, so you can drop the kiddos off for a small little fee, and then uh, you can go enjoy some of those fine restaurants. Yeah, I think they even feed the kids and stuff. Yeah, like yeah, that. So yeah. Pretty, so, so you can go enjoy some of those fine restaurants around there. Or you can skirtaddle down the road to uh, 2978 and 1488 with a lot of stuff to, yeah. to hang Sadie, out. Sadie, you've sat in on one of the kids' night outs, right? Yeah, can you vouch for it? Is it fun? Yes, it is very it is very fun. They do a, a lot of activities with the kids. So What did y'all do when you were there? What did you build? Uh, we did melty beads. Melty beads. Oh, like where you put the little design and then iron it in? Yeah. What did you make? I made a heart. Okay, all right. Okay. A, uh, a Zelda heart, I think, right? No, it was just a heart. Just a regular heart? Just was a it, heart. Was it like a working one? Did no. it, did it save some valves? Yeah. Blood no. pumping in and out? No. No. Oh. Okay. All right. So uh, we uh, we dropped by Adventure Begins Comics Games and More this past Saturday. For, yeah. Uh, it was National uh, Baseball Card Day. Oh, okay. How and was that? So it was cool, man. We went in and they had the top stuff. Um, we were laughing when we left, though. So we get there and the guy who was working the, uh, the front, really nice, tall young man. Um, and he was like, oh, yes, I'll give you your free cards. He's like, hey, buddy, tell me a baseball team. That you want. And so Williams like the Astros. So he starts thumbing through. Well, like on the packs, there was a player in the front. Yeah. And he's like, ah, it's the one I don't have. I don't have the Astros pack. So he's like, all right, well, how about the Dodgers? And he's like, 
again, don't have the Dodgers. <laughs> and we was like, okay, fine, the Rangers. <laughs> like, just give me something. Yeah, something. So he gives it to him. And so then we buy the $10, get the uh, special foil card. So we get the card to start opening it up. It turns out, like, they're not team packs. <laughs> they're just randomly It just mixed. has random players on so the there front. Was like si- yeah, so there was, like, six cards in there. And he was all pumped because then he got, like, a Justin Verlander, a Josh Bell, and a Manny Machado card. But, like, it was just funny because the kid thought that they were all team like, packs. <laughs> yeah. had, you could tell he has no interest He's in He's never sports. opened a baseball. Yeah. <laughs> and so, uh, nope. But you know what's, like, funny to me? Uh, before we get on our next next subject, we noticed this. While we were there, we were we purchased some cards, you know, because, yeah, they're giving us a free product, but we want to give a little bit back to yeah, them. Yeah, of course. There were so many people that just came in, got the free stuff, and just turned around and walked out. Like, didn't even, like, look around. Like, didn't even, like, browse the place. We literally, they walked through the door. Hey, we're here for free uh, card day. Oh, here's your pack. Cool, thanks, bye. And just walked out. It's, like, it's kind of annoying, but I, I feel like that's... Sort of with the territory, it is. But you I know, bet, I bet that's probably about fifteen to twenty percent of people who get the free product are probably the people who like they're just there for the free product. Yeah, true. It's I like, like to. It's like seriously, man. Like I like to give back, right? Just, just look around at least. Yeah, just hang out for a few minutes. Make them, you know, make them feel like you might purchase yeah, something. I'm with you on that. I think that's, I think that's crazy. But I don't think that I think I don't think that's most people. But it is. I guess it was just random that it happened. Like four people in a row just walked in and did it and walked yeah. out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because um, we go to free comic book day and typically yeah, was, you've got to like donate. I was going to bring that up. Goods, so Space Cadets will have people do canned donations. Yeah, which is a cool idea. I, I really do. Idea. But like even when we go, like we do the canned goods, but then we walk around and we, yeah, we of, hang out and we look hang at out a little bit and we, enjoy the atmosphere. Yeah, you never know. It is what it is. So uh, you saw an interesting uh, commercial uh, while we, you know, we like to watch stuff as we record. Yeah, uh, the so radio show. it was a. Uh, I don't remember the name of the brand, so I'm not even gonna get it. I'm not even gonna it try. Was, uh, Boots and bolts. Boot is that what it was called? No. Okay, I don't think you so. You remember it say? <laughs> no, I don't. It was something in bold, right? Yeah, something yeah. like something in bolded or something like that. But it's uh, it's sheets, it's bed sheets, and they were advertising that they were like high quality and very nice and blah blah blah. Uh, but really, the comment that I made was, it's a really smart business model because it cuts out the middleman and it lets the manufacturer charge more. A lot more, honestly, because the reality is, so if you're the manufacturer and you're paying $4 to make it, you can hope to get maybe 11 or $12 from the manufacturer, and the manufacturer is going to sell at retail, you know, 25 to 45 somewhere in that range. So you as, the manu- you as the manufacturer, you're capped out somewhere between 8 and $10 profit on a $12 or $13 item wholesale. But if you're just selling directly to the consumer, you can justify charging a much higher price and still save them a lot of money underneath the over underneath the middleman. So you can buy what they're saying are high end expensive type sheets. You could buy those bed sheets at, you know, 25 bucks, 20 bucks, something along those lines and save, you know, a, a decent amount of money compared to going into the target and spending $40 for them. So you save 15, the manufacturer makes a lot more and you don't have to, you know, no one has to go to Target, which I hate. <laughs> Why do you hate going to Target? I don't like. I've never liked Target, Target dude. Is, I'm telling you what, Target is the place you got to go to pick up shit. Yeah, Target. Go in the middle of the day. Go in the middle of the Target's day. Target's the best. I just, I've never been into Target, man. I can't do it. I don't like Target at all. Um, but I, I, to me, I just think that I think it's a really smart business model because they're just jumping over that middle. Right. So like everything has a middleman, right? Like right. It's just the way, for whatever reason, that's the way the world seems to to work. 
right? Yeah, like, it seems like, like uh, Coca Cola. They you know they make their product Dr Pepper, Pepsi. But instead the beer of selling to us, they sell to stores. They sell they sell to a distributor and let them do all the legwork of of um, selling selling it to yeah sell the product to the consumer and like right. to stores and stuff. Um, Amazon has kind of gotten to where they're trying to eliminate that. I think that's where this is all coming from. Honestly, I th- yeah, I think this is where it starts. Um, but you know, I, I can see it going both ways, right? Like, so if you're, for instance, if you're, um, you know, I don't want to say their name because they don't sponsor us, so I'm going to say use somebody else. Let's say you're B52 Brewery here in Conroe, okay, 105, right? You're right. you're a Conroe-based brewer, and you're making beer. Does it make sense for you to try to send salespeople out all across Texas and maybe the south part of uh, of the of the country to try to get your beer into their stores? Or for them, does it make more sense to then just sell your product to a distributor and let them do all that work, and you just keep you just keep making and selling it? So there's constant profit right. turnover. It, it makes it. So makes I think it makes sense depending on who you are. Well, it also depends on your margins too. Like if I okay, if I go to a distributor, and after six months, eight months, a year, I'm I'm still only doing half a million dollars in business. And then I could sell locally just out of my brewery and I do maybe $180,000 of business, but I make way more per bottle. Then maybe I'd just do that. Right. I mean, that's also very true. But I mean, you know, I take, uh, for instance, Carbock Brewing here in Houston. I think they did it twofold. They were, they were there and then they jumped on with um, – Silver Eagle, who's here in Houston. Man, we're giving everybody a good little business lesson. We really are, yeah. So they got with Silver Eagle and said, hey, you distribute our beer for us. And through that, they were able then to sell to InBev, which owns Budweiser. So it's now blown their company up tremendously. Right. Now they're like all across America. Like I was in a little small lake town of Alabama, and they had the product in their gas station. So yeah, I think it's twofold, right? If you get on with the right guy and the right – like. I, and part of that's marketing too, right? Like if, if people know that you exist, if people know that your product is quality, and, and, and then they want then they want it more. But at the same time, there's it's hard to judge. It as is, you get it in, is. it's hard to judge if what investment's going to be worth it. And I like the fact that mattresses are doing this because there's like how many do we count one time? Fourteen mattress stores on forty five. Yeah, from like nineteen sixty. So apparently, mattresses is a big business, and I never knew it. Right? Yeah. I, I mean, I've got a friend who they own a mattress store. They don't. They don't even have like a store. They have a store from. They're not open. They only go by appointment. So people will make an appointment through Facebook, and then he'll go and show, it and they'll buy and move on. That's crazy, right? And that's a it's a mattress. I mean, you need a mattress. They're comfy. everyone needs them. Yeah, I I. And, but the online ones, I think, is really cool because I think they basically have set a new price point for mattresses. I yeah, remember a long, sure. long, long time ago. Um, it's no secret. Fred Fowler's a mentor of mine. Uh, his show, The Blitz, on ESPN Radio. Um, I write for Sports Map because of my relationship with Fred Fowler. Um, so they, for a long time, had a sponsor, which was Texas City Mattress Maker. The reason I mention them by name is because it really changed my mind on how things can be priced because they do the whole thing in-house. Okay. They build the mattress exactly to your specifications in-house, and then they charge you like based on what you order. But their price point on the radio, on the ad that they were saying was like started at like 450 and it was like 450 for a queen mattress, brand new. Okay. And you're like, that's a crazy number considering when you see the ads for these things. And yeah, yeah. Like, a Tempur-Pedic is like the price of a used car. Yeah. And you start going, wow, what is going on here? But then all of a sudden you find out, like, they can make it at such a low cost. The problem is 
between marketing, distributing, shipping, and moving and getting it, and then the and then the storefront marketing and shipping and moving and advertising and paying people, all of a sudden you've paid ten times what something is worth for the stores. Right. So let's break it down real simple for people here. Ready? Or what do you got? What do you got? Okay. All right, Sadie, you ready? Yes. It cost you fifty cents to make a gallon of lemonade. Okay. Kay. You're gonna take that lemonade. I'm gonna say to you, I'll buy this gallon of lemonade from you for three dollars. You're like, Kay. cool. You just made two dollars and fifty cents. Yes. Then I go over to Corey, like, hey man, I'm gonna put you sell you this gallon of lemonade for seven dollars. Right. And you're like, I really like this lemonade. I want it. So for what you just made for sold for three, I sold for seven. Right. So then at one point you're just gonna be like, you'll sell it yourself for like five, right? Yeah. See. I mean, I mean, and that's where you, I think you have to like kind of get into. And, like, and it's how does it fit? Like, can Sadie find people and drive to them and get them to like, buy it? But if you're selling it to me for three and knowing I'm selling it for seven, how does that make you feel? Disappointed. See, look, and there it is in the simple mind of a child. Economics. Economics, bro. Economics 101 with Nerd Thug Radio. Let's <laughs> jump out to break when we come back. We'll talk nerdy this time, like comic book nerdy. Don't go anywhere. Thank you. The Adventure Begins, Comics, Games, and More is open on 1488 at 525 Woodland Square Boulevard. With comics, games, and everything nerd-related, The Adventure Begins is the one-stop nerd shop. On Saturdays, they alternate between having Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon. And coming up, they also have cosplay crafting and trivia nights and BYOB nights. They're currently offering a 10% discount for limited time, which will be valid for as long as you grab your books every month. Hi, this is Kevin Smith, former Dallas Cowboy, Texas A&M Aggie as well. And I want to say what's up to Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. I'm the Captain Joey Savage. Corey DLG. Sadie Savage. Yeah, Yeah. look, she didn't even miss a beat, bro. Did not miss a beat. I think she's been watching us do this for a while. What do you think? Uh, I think she's familiar with the process. You're listening to us on Condos FM 104.5, 106.1. Sister Stations. Worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. You can find us at Facebook.com backslash Nerd Thug Radio. Join us, like us, interact with us, show us the love. We'll show you the love back. That's right. And then if you're bored, go to NerdThugRadio.com. A lot of, hi- lot of Nerd Thug histories on that page. Yeah. Super, super fun. Uh, before we get going, let's talk about my friend the Nerd Ninja over at Cox ATA Martial Arts. Yeah. As the leader of martial arts and American Taekwondo here in North Houston, he's got three convenient locations now. Three. One in Conroe, one in the Woodlands, one in Magnolia. If you're listening to this show, there is somewhere for you to train here. Find the Nerd Ninja. Mention Nerd Thug Radio. Get two free weeks of training. School starting. The kids are going to need somewhere to go after school. Get a little, you know. Get that energy out. Get that energy out, you know, and they can learn self-defense all at the same time. If you're an adult, you want to jumpstart your fitness career because you uh, haven't started on your New Year's resolution yet, have no fear. You can start now. Go see them. they got programs for adults as well. Um, Because here at Cox ATA Martial Arts, we build life skills, we teach leaders, and we leave a a legacy. legacy. That was wrong. I know. I did it on purpose. (laughs) I did it on purpose. You paused and I could see the wheels spinning. I was like, do I want to do it right or do it wrong? I'll do it wrong. (laughs) I just like to hear him be like, you do it wrong every time. But Corey DLG but gets it right every it does, time. It does, um, it does make an impact. No, it does. I was actually going to um, – uh, I thought about this the other day, and I think it's kind of funny. Um, talking about going back to school, uh, my sister's littles are getting ready. They're going to start like – Next year, not this year. Well, they're doing some kind of 
school yeah, yeah, daycare yeah. church thing they're gonna go to this is like once a week and it's to kind of get them acclimated to the idea of like school yeah school. sitting down and listening and learning and I just laugh because it's like you spend the first four years trying to get them to talk and be conversational and be social and then you're gonna send them to school where they're supposed to just sit down and shut up for eight hours a day and not talk and then like talk too and then when they get da- when they get done with that they're like a volcano of energy I remember being a kid and just being like I need somewhere to go and get all this frustration out. Because I'll be a junior black belt taekwondo champion. I was. That's true. I was. Yeah, I was talking like you. <laughs> yeah. Because you don't have anything to do. I was. I was. I was being you. Yeah. So anyway, I just think that's funny. So, um, me and old uh, Double S Sadie Savage over here yeah. have uh, begun watching last year's season of Supergirl. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I, f- I feel like it's safe enough to talk about. The season's completely over. Yeah. yeah. It's already <laughs> on Netflix. It's safe. It's safe. It's safe. Um, you know, we're, we're always a season behind. And, you know, people, they kind of, uh, <sighs> the CW shows, I don't think get as much credit uh, for what they do as, as they should. I mean. Wh- in, in what way? Well, I mean, the shows, uh, they're very entertaining. Yes. Um, and Supergirl, I don't think, has gotten as much love as, let's say, The Flash or The Arrow has. I think that's um, fair. But as we're watching this this uh, season, uh, it's become more prevalent. Like they do a fine job, in my accurate but humble, humble but accurate opinion, of kind of walking that social moral line, like with what's going on uh, with with our country today, with um, you know, with the uh, minorities, with uh, the LGBT community. Like they're touching on these things. They're doing it in a tasteful way because they are CW and they can't get. Too, too like weird, intense. right? Too but then weird. again, you've got a, a a powerful lead like Supergirl, who's a female role model. So I, you know, I'm I can only assume that. I mean, I'm probably wrong though. That they they got a good portion of of young girls, nerd girls, watching this show. I'm sure they Proba- do. I'm probably. sure they do. I mean, it's your favorite thing to watch, right? Yes. You're about to be 11 years old, and you want to watch Supergirl over anything else because. I mean, wh- why do you like to watch Supergirl? Let's do that. Um. I just think it's a good entertaining show, and I like all like the girl power in it. See, and it shows you you're a strong woman. You do all the karate's and all the Talk things, and you uh, you're a state and world champion of levels of qualification. So, like, you like to see people that you think are like you, right? Yes. Okay. And so, yeah, and so now you've got these these girls' attention, and now you're kind of you're walking that line of of um, the social what's going on in the world. But I don't think they do that job where they're like pushing one agenda over pushing the other. Like, yeah, they've got. You think you think they do a good job of just kind of show showing the situation, not necessarily right. picking a side, and then showing both sides okay. of of the coin. I, I would say. So you know, my my thing is, if you haven't watched Supergirl, like especially what is this season four? Is that right? Yes. Uh, definitely season four is where. I feel like you just just get in there. I mean, you can you can watch this whole season from from the start, and don't really have to have the back seasons. I feel like to like, yeah, pick up Supergirl. on it. Supergirl, she's really um, strong. It flies, but you, you don't need the backstories. Um, so, what do you think so far? We're like four, we're four or five episodes in. Uh, I think four. Entertaining. Yes. Uh, what have you taken away from it? Like uh, just watching it. Like, have you learned anything or something that you've seen that's kind of like stood out to you or anything? I'm putting you on the hot seat. We didn't talk about this at all before we started. Uh, no. So, like, I made the comment to you the other day. Yeah, he mentioned there's a new character. And so. Yes. And so we were watching. Okay. And so from the very beginning, uh, Supergirl's adopted Earth sister um, is a lesbian. 
and they did yes. the whole relationship thing with that. Um, and I think they did a great job with that, getting to the point where, it, it the, you know, they didn't break up because of some stupid reason. It was one wanted to have children, one didn't, which is a normal thing in a normal relationship. Absolutely. But I also think in that type of relationship, it's also kind of elevated a little bit. Right. I, I feel like. Yep. Um, and so they've gone through that. And so this year, they uh, were watching, and there's a character, and they don't tell you to probably about episode three, maybe? Yeah. That she's a, she's like I'm a trans woman <laughs> and you know the first thing that Sadie says is not oh eh, eh, or like make some right. funny comments she's like well I mean they were bound to bring up this kind of issue at some point <laughs> you know so I mean that's that's her like that's her latching onto this saying like I'm you know learning about these different things uh, in a tasteful way through a TV show which right I mean TV shows they're I mean they're entertainment but they're also supposed to provoke emotion well and 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 part of Part of entertainment and part of culture is to see, push the boundaries, to see things you wouldn't normally see in your everyday life. Some people will go their whole lives, like for example, they tell the stories in New York that there are people who are born in certain neighborhoods that go their whole lives without ever leaving the neighborhood. They never leave the Bronx. They, they never leave the Bronx nope. or Brooklyn. They or just, Manhattan. Or they nothing. just stay there their whole lives. And so there's nothing, it's not that there's anything wrong with that. Um, although I wouldn't recommend that be like someone's dedicated lifestyle, like their mission. Yeah, I but mean, there's, I mean, there's a flip side. There's people who have never left their small town in Texas. Ever. Yes, exactly. And maybe that means they've never come across certain people or certain things. But that, and that, what that means is they don't know the real stories or the real situations. They just know what somebody wants them to know. And so these things are opportunities to show, like you said, both sides. Of those stories where they can both see people who have an issue with it and see people who don't have an issue with it and just uh, listen and fight, figure out what fits how they feel. I feel like, too, when it comes to villains, especially, whether it be um, in the comic book world or just, you know, in whatever kind of, of uh, medium, if you can believe what they're what they stand for right if you can find a believable maybe not you believe it but you could understand how they could believe it right i feel like it makes them a better believable villain so like specifically you're talking about people like dr doom or magneto right so there's a character in this new um this in this the new villain is it captain liberty uh i think so. major liberty Something, something, something like that. Liberty Bell? No, it's a Major. guy. Oh, oh. Okay. Um, and, and so basically, what it is, and what, what they're touching on in this season is, aliens are now widely accepted um, in the United States. You find out the president's an alien, so she has to step down. Whoa. Um, but then you've got this group of of U.S. citizens who, like, how do I compete, or how do I compete, you know, for work against a guy who can, you know, lift two tons? Right. Right. And so. You know, for him, you see his backstory where, like, his home was ruined by, you know, alien invaders and stuff. And, and you, you start to feel like you can believe why he's so angry. And it's not like you think what he's doing may be right, but you can understand what where he's coming from. Right, like, right. What's, what's causing him to act this way. It makes him more believable as a villain, and I think it's great storytelling. Okay, so I have something also on that thought. Oh, here we go. So uh, I was reading... A, it was a comic on cable. It was The Last Hope. Mm-hmm. And th- my like, Christmas gift to Joey last year. Uh, like the beginning of the the beginning of the story was this whole thing where they were selling uh to you that Cable was supposed to be protecting Hope, and how he was doing it for the better good. And then they go into uh, Bishop's story, and another great character. I hate uh, Bishop. 
And they're all like, Hope was the one who was putting all these aliens in, or not aliens, mutants, mutants, mutants into the camps and torturing them and all that. And then you start to think he's doing it for the right purpose. So and which way? Who who do you side so with there? Do you I, side with I Bishop side or Cable? With, I side with Bishop. In the beginning, I was Ooh. I was all like, "No, he's gonna get the baby." And then I'm the just baby. Like, I'm I'm just like, but now I believe him. Now now I would I would try to you know. So I would so you're kind of the villain there a little bit in the sense that like you would harm one person to save the greater good if yes. you thought okay all right yes so so baby Hitler you you'd kill baby <laughs> Hitler there's too many people in this world yes right the finger Sa- snap was right Sa- Sadie's out on baby Hitler <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean it goes back to um, uh, X Force right like right. We, were, we were reading that um, and you've got the uh, you know, they they kill the baby uh, apocalypse right yeah they kill kid apocalypse kid apocalypse when yeah. he's a baby it's yeah. basically like I'll take out one life to save. As many X as I can, right? yeah. So you could and, and you could believe why he would do it, but then you're kind of like, ah, it's messed up. Is that messed up? Is that the yeah. right way to do it? Mm. And then he comes back. <laughs> yeah, and then they bring him back. But yeah, I, I do think, I think that's one of those questions, right? Like it's a question of, I mean, a lot of people, when you say it out loud, everyone's like, well, of course. But when you, like, if you were actually right. in it, like, would you really? And that's the hard part. But yeah, I get it. I mean, it's, I, I like, it's good storytelling when the villains have a believable a Calls. believable reason for what they're doing. Yeah. Like, I've always said Dr. Doom's not a villain. He's just somebody who thinks he can run the world better than everyone right. else. Well, that's why, like, I like the character of Joker. But, like, the fact that there's just some guy who's obsessed with Batman and, and Gotham City, like, to me, his reasoning has never been... Yeah, he's he's kind of a, a true madman, and you don't yeah, get it. Yeah, he doesn't yeah. get it. So, like, he's, it's never really been that viable to me. Like, why is he... No, I agree. I've never know? been as, I've never been a huge like, I Joker like guy. Joke. I mean, I like it. I mean, he's the Batman's whatever. They need each other is what you come to find out. But really, like, what's his purpose? Right. I feel like when somebody has a purpose, whether it's a wrong purpose or not, it makes their story more believable when it comes to storytelling. No, I agree with that. Yeah, I truly do. Joker makes no sense. Let's jump out to a break. We just, hey... It just happened. We just, we broke ground. The Joker makes no sense. Go nowhere. We're listening to Nerd Thirty. Cox ATA is the leader in ATA martial arts with two convenient locations, one in Conroe, one in Magnolia. They offer courses for young adults, children, and senior citizens, and everything in between for people who are interested in self-defense, taekwondo, or various other courses, be sure to check out the Facebook page if you're interested in Cox ATA Taekwondo. Hey, Haywood Jeffries, former Houston Oil wide receiver on Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. It's the uh, go-home segment of this Monday edition, the last Monday before school starts, the 2019-2020 season, and it sounds like a golden opportunity to talk about our friends, the golden opportunity. Oh. Life is filled with missed opportunities. Well, those days are gone thanks to Golden Opportunity, a location-based, community-oriented app that shows you events and coupons in your area, as well as available jobs and items for sale. It even has shelters and pantries for those in need or those wanting to make a donation somewhere local. Golden Opportunity helps bring communities together. If you're tired of missing out on things around you, download Golden Opportunity from the iOS and Android store today. Businesses should contact them via email right away to take advantage of their free offer at a golden opportunity inc at gmail.com. 
Because in every community is a golden opportunity. Dot com. So if there's one thing that we really like here at Nerd Thug Radio, that would be list. Would you I, like lists? I love to look at look at me as some list up and just see what people have to say about stuff. Okay. See if I agree or not. Uh, and every once in a while, we come across one that's entertaining enough to uh, talk about on this glorious and amazing radio show. I like it. I have found one, Corey. It fits two things I like to talk with you more than anything. Okay. The X-Men and people who can't fight. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And this list has put both of them together. That is definitely our conversation. So this, this list... Sadie's excited because Sadie uh, is a big uh, X-Men follower as well. Oh. Uh, would you say out of the Marvel Universe, X-Men, reading X-Men stuff is probably your favorite thing to read? Yes. Okay. What would be second? Uh, Spider-Man stuff? Yeah, probably. But X-Men, right? Okay. That's cool. An 11-year-old genius <laughs> over here. Uh, so here we go. So this list is... <laughs> it's just so funny just reading the name of it. Uh, but anyways, it's 10 X-Men who would actually be useless in a fight. Okay. Useless. Right. So, useless. As we know, X-Men, they're mutants. They're born with powers. They develop as they uh, hit, I don't know, is it puberty? Or is it they yeah. yeah. They manifest. As they become a teenager, they, yeah. But there's a lot of them that have some weird powers. Agreed. 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 So we're going to go through the list of the 10 that would be actually useless. And number 10 on this list... It's Corey's favorite X-Men of all time, Cypher. Corey, what do you know about Cypher? Uh, his name is Doug Ramsey. He was a member of the New Mutants. Uh, they killed him, and now they've brought him back. Um, What's his mutant power, do you know? He can uh, he can translate and speak any language. <laughs> so crazy he does that. So his mutant ability is to read, speak, and understand languages of all types, terrestrial, alien, or computer. These are the skills best left to academia not in a fist fight. Now, somebody, yeah. though, somebody, like, one of the writers took over for a little bit, and they made it so that body language was one of the languages he could read, and that made him, like, an awesome fighter. It also made it to where, like, he could tell if you were lying and stuff like that, because he could... So then, yeah, the next part of the list says, uh, Cypher was returned to life using the techno-organic virus. Who else mm. has that? Cable. <laughs> there you go. And this modified him to allow him to read the body language of his opponents and mm. anticipate their moves. Similar to Cassandra Kane's Batgirl, and so he actually became uh, a more useful fighter. But the original Cypher, he could read every. Like, he's like a, a a walking Rosetta Stone. Yeah, basically. And then yeah. I, and I, and I think his pretty death much. was pretty like plain. They were on like an island, and I think he got shot by a guy with a revolver. Like it wasn't <laughs> even like some big mutant. It was like, Jack Sparrow. Yeah, it was kind of a real sad thing. All right, so number nine on the list, Stacy X. Uh, she was the, okay, so there was this run on X-Men that was terrible. Chuck Austin's the writer, and he is, like, the worst thing that's ever happened to the X-Men. And, uh, no, no, Scott Lobdell made her, and it, it, it's right before the Chuck Austin run, but it's bad anyway. Stacey X is a, like, snake girl who can emit pheromones, uh, that, like, attract or unattract people, but that's it. And so, like... If she fought anybody with body armor, she was done. Yeah, pretty she much. She had to touch their skin, right? I I think like the pheromones have to go through your skin. Yeah, so I don't. It was kind of weird. Plus, she was like obsessed with trying to get with Nightcrawler of all people. Yeah, who wouldn't be? That's weird. That's it Nightcrawler. Boom! Bam! Tiny little doom, furry doom, guy. Doom, doom, doom. That's him like teleporting. By the way. Oh, okay. All right, here we go. Number uh, eight on the list, and I'm kind of upset about this because I actually really like this character. Uh, it's Doctor Nemesis. He's actually kicked some people's butts a few times. I don't know if that's really that accurate. Um, he's actually, technically, he's an, um, 
I don't know. How, I don't so know. So Nemesis these guys. is little more than the smartest guy in the room. His right. mutant power gives him a self-evolved intellect, making him an intuitive, scientific, and technological genius. Yes, and he's he's not really a Marvel character. He's actually uh, open domain character. And one of the writers, when they did the Utopia stuff, based, uh, I think it was Matt Fraction, maybe brought him into like started using him again in the Marvel Universe because anybody can use a version of Doctor. Yeah, he uh, joined X Force. Remember that when you first opened yeah, the shop up? Yeah, that X Force run that was so good. That kind of like it had all your characters. It in was it. Cable, Cyclops. And no, and it was Cable. Boom, boom. It was Cable, Boom Boom, Doctor Nemesis, uh, Forge, Colossus, and Domino. Yeah, it's such a great, such a terrible, such a great group of people. And Forge had like, like his power was broke or something, and yeah. he was making like stupid stuff. All right, here we go. Number seven on the list. She should be number one. Jubilee. What are they talking about? Yeah. Jubilee. She, does, she shoots fireworks out of her. Yeah, hand. she shoots fireworks. Okay. So, what do people do every Fourth of July? They have fireworks fights. So, how could she be useless in a fight if literally everyone enjoys doing it? She's awesome in a fight. The- because she could blind her opponents with fireworks in their face, or she could make fireworks go off in their hands, maybe even blow a finger off. Then she's definitely going to win a fight. The, so. only, the only thing she's useful for is Fourth of July and New Year's Eve. Gosh, wow. I love this kid. Wow. All right, number six, wow. Cecilia Reyes. Uh, No, see, that's a dumb one, too. She's got a... Who made this? These are the worst people. You keep going. So Cecilia Reyes, um, she has a force field. She does feel what happens to the field, but it doesn't actually physically harm her. So, like, she'll feel the punch, but it's not going to, it doesn't damage her at all. Also, she can control it, and towards the end there, she started making, like, like she could do offensive stuff with it, like push you away or, like, create objects with it. So, all of a sudden, she was kind of B.A. by the end there. Yeah, I doubt it. She, uh, no, so, no, so good. What does it say? Number five. Oh, you want to know what she says? Yeah, what does it say? Uh, she has no business being in costume. She should be in a hospital where her very human gifts as a trauma surgeon can be best used. Cecilia can envelope herself in a force field. Concussive hits on the force field cause her physical pain. She cannot defend against gas attacks and must be able to breathe to maintain it. Cecilia can push people with it or add spikes to it, but the field is really little more than a weapon of offense, not defense. The closest to the battlefield, Cecilia should be in the mass unit. That's that's rough. That's Number rough. five, Nico's favorite character, Maggot. Uh, I mean, the little worm dudes could eat you, so I don't I don't know about that. Now, he gets his power from them, like they fuel him turning blue and being super strong. But the worms themselves, I mean, they eat anything. They eat concrete, all kinds of stuff. So. Well, it says there are several issues with this power. There is no set time period on how long Maggot will retain his enhanced powers. Right. To energize him, the slugs have to be able to return to his body. True. If they are detained or worse killed, Maggot is in major trouble. All this uncertainty makes him an unpredictable ally. Exactly. I don't know. I, I don't think he's the worst guy to have in a fight. Maybe out of, maybe it's no. Just you're right. The, he's not the, the worst. Like he's better than Jubilee. Wow. Number four, Sage. Okay. Um. They made her seem pretty B.A., though, in the comic books. She's a mutant supercomputer. Yeah, she's just, like, super brilliant, but, like, she, she has guns and she shoots fight. stuff. I don't know. I got, Of all these people, she's probably one of the worst, but I don't know. I don't know that I agree with that. As I see these last three, I'm just like, okay, this list is getting a little out of hand. Yeah. Uh, number three is Dazzler. Dazzler was a long-time X-Men. This is crazy talk now. Um, power to dazzle opponents with her light show offers the same problem as Jubilee on the battlefield. It doesn't. She's though. better than Jubilee because Jubilee is the worst. Well, and Dazzler yes. can do hard light. Like she's been able to hurt people with her lights. So. Exactly. Number number two is Angel. 
Um, no, they even did a whole thing where he fought the abomination one time. I, who are these people? Who are these people? Who are these people? The problem with Angel comes with his physiology. Warren's body processes food incredibly effectively. Therefore, there is not an ounce of fat on his muscular but lean body. And like a bird, his bones are hollow. Given that it takes around 900 PSI to break the average femur, Warren's bones should snap like kindling. The thing is, though, they've said that, like, his wings have the force of, like, they're... So a goose can snap your arm with his wing. Yeah, he's pretty good. So if, if Archangel's a giant bird, his wings have incredible force behind him. Yes. Ready for number one? What do you got? Iceman. <laughs> I don't... Really? Yeah, do you want to hear their explanation? Yeah, I do. A battle is not won by the success of the individual, but the success of the unit. And Iceman is a danger to any battlefield. Iceman's power is to become a being of pure ice. Bobby is able to create ice slides, shields, weapons, and has the ability to create semi-sentient ice golems. Just think of how this affects a battlefield. Iceman leaves a hazard anywhere he goes, melting ice slides and patches of ice with little of the area, and a misstep by a teammate would immediately put them in a dangerous situation. No amount of danger room training could prepare for that. Uh, I, don't, <laughs> nor, I don't like to be this mean, but whoever made this list is an idiot. I like the list when it was like 10 through 6. Yeah. And then they got a yeah. little crazy. They should have just yeah, gone top 5. Definitely. So, Corey, we have a few minutes here. Okay. Uh, actually, you've got a minute. All right. Um, who is someone that was on this wasn't on this list that was an X-Men that should have been on this list? Someone I would have put on. Um, What's the brain guy that doesn't even like have a body? Yeah, there's a lot of them. So a lot of the newer ones, like, okay, so Blindfold can see the future, but she doesn't have eyes, uh, so she can't see. Okay. Uh, and also she speaks in riddles. So even when she sees the future, it's not necessarily helpful because she says things that... No one the, understands? Yeah, the rest of the team doesn't understand. Doesn't make any sense. Uh, Anoli from the new X-Men... Is like a chameleon, like a frog chameleon right, right, right. hybrid guy. Uh, he got an arm ripped off, but it grew back really tough looking. But he, he he's not a great fighter. He's like a tiny little frog guy. His arm keeps getting ripped off. Yeah, that's true. Exactly. Um, yeah, I, there's a ton of X. I mean, the new X-Men, uh, Glom Herman, the one. Now, granted, it turns out that his goo is phosphorus and burns you. But he's also just a big gooey bag of stuff. My two favorite X-Men have got to be Gold Balls. Okay. Like Another just, terrible one. Just because he can he can manifest gold balls and, and fire them or fast rates. <laughs> he just like shoots them out of his belly too. Yeah, it's, it's very fun. weird. And then I really liked Hijack. That was a great character. Yeah, it's sort of like a like a weaker cipher though, because Cipher could do that and talk to anyone. I guess so. Right. So, but like Hijack can take over like. Yeah, that's true. So I mean, he could take over any. So Hijack's like the middle between Cipher and Forge. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I could say that. I guess you could say that. We want to thank you for hanging out with us on this historic episode of Nerd Thug Radio because every episode we do is historic. Historical. Because yeah. we are the longest running radio show on Lone Star Community Radio. Woo! So every show Woo. becomes even more historical. We're like the Simpsons. Like Espe stacking on the run. Stacking on the run, baby. Especially when I'm on. Especially when Double S Sadie Savage <laughs> the second degree. Man. Sadie Two Belts Sadie is two belts. in the house. If you missed any part of the show, the podcast drops at 6.01 p.m. today. Until then, we'll see you later this week for the sports show on Thursday and the Nerd Thug Radio Friday. For the Captain Joey Savage, Double S Sadie Savage, Corey DLG, same Nerd Thug time, same Nerd Thug channel. <laughs> <laughs>